You're listening to The Couplehood Podcast, a podcast designed for parents who want to keep their romantic relationships thriving and build their most intentional life. I'm your host, Allison Villa, psychotherapist and relationship expert. Hello and welcome back to our Sandbox Spotlight series. This is a series where you get to hear from real-life couples talking about their real-life experience as parents and how they carve out time for the relationship and how they move through the seasons together. This week, I am chatting with Alina and Mario, and they've been together for 11 years. They have one daughter who is turning three this month, actually. And if you are a couple who has been in the coping season for quite some time and you're feeling like, I don't know how to move through this. Is this what coping looks like? I really, really love this conversation with Alina and Mario because this is what empathy looks like. This is what asking for what you need and expressing how you feel looks like in the coping season. You're going to hear from them today how they listen to each other and how they express and how that really keeps them connected as a couple as they move through this coping season. What I love about their conversation also is that Alina has describes herself as an introvert. And I get that a lot as a question. You know, what if one of us doesn't want to join a call or what if we don't have a lot to say? And this is this will be a great conversation for you to listen to because I love that they normalize. One of them comes to the calls sometimes and then sometimes it's just both of them. So sometimes one joins or sometimes both joins. And the community is so open and welcoming because everybody has kids. So we all know that sometimes it's bedtime or sometimes people need alone time or right. And so there's, you'll hear that in this experience as well. So if you are an introvert or your partner is someone who doesn't want to share as often, this is really going to be a great conversation for you to listen to. I'm so grateful to Alina and Mario for sharing their experience today. I know that you're going to love hearing from them. Mario and Alina, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for carving out this time today. Thanks so much for inviting us and having us on. We're very excited too and nervous. Well, thanks for being honest. You're not the first ones to say that you're feeling nervous. And yes, well, you're here. We're carving out this time. Let's begin by sharing what relationship season are you in right now? So we are definitely in the coping season. Yeah, I think we've been there. I mean, I think COVID solidified the season for us. I think before we were maybe in and out or maybe straddling the season or maybe it was like a light coping season, like we were doing a bit better. But definitely over the last year, year and a half, I think we've been, we've been well in the entrenched in the coping season. For people who are listening... How old was your daughter when COVID began? We were lucky because she was over a year old. She was a year and a half. So she got to experience being outside. I still have like my mom groups. We would go to like drop-in centers, library. We had a very active day mm -hmm. before COVID. And once COVID hit, like everything shut down and we were like stuck at home. So that was a big shift. And when she was first born, would you say you were in the coping season then? Like the first few months, definitely. Yeah. Like I would say the first two months, mm -hmm. we were definitely coping. 
barely. We were just having a very hard time with the sleeping and like just adjusting to that whole new life. Mm-hmm. But then I think once she hit the four months and she was sleeping through the night, like it was definitely a lot better. And like we were actually like happier, enjoying like parenthood more than the first few months. Mario, I feel like you're you're thinking and you want you want to add something to that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just I think that's yeah, totally, totally fair statement. I was just gonna say I think we we also had. And we had Mac, your, like your dog, for a bit too at the beginning, which was also like Alina has a dog who normally stays with her parents, and then we took him too. So it was like walking, like having to walk the dog three times a day, but also with a newborn. Like I just, I was just, I had remembered that, but then her parents ended up taking him back. But we did, we had him for like two or three months. Yeah, because right? they went on a vacation, so we got him while they were away. So it was very challenging having the dog walking him while he was going out for plus a new four. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like, many layers, right? Just like the little things like that, like that people, yeah. like you wouldn't think about, but just like the, I had a responsibility of having to take him out three, four times a day. And then Alina was doing it while I was at work. And then when I'd come home, it would be like, take him out before, you know, we go to bed and all that. So it was, yeah, just another layer of responsibility on, on top of like a big, family change with the baby the other thing i was just gonna add was i think i think like after we kind of came out of those difficult first three months as you know all parents go through mm-hmm. i think i think the week like you, you i feel like you guys had a good routine like you you and amaya had a good routine you had the places you were going like taking her to the, the aquarium and the drop-in classes so i think that that helped I think you just having those go-to places and keeping her busy and engaged. And then it's like COVID hit. And then I just remember it like, and again, because Alina's a full-time mom, she's all those thoughts running through her head of like, okay, what are we going to do? How am I going to keep her engaged, busy, stimulated, all those things with everything that like, with everything shutting down during COVID. You were in the coping season in those first early days, like first three months or so. And then you moved into would you say into coasting and finding a little bit more of a rhythm there as a couple? Yeah. 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 I think that's, yeah, I think that's, that's accurate. Yeah. And then soon after that, when COVID hit, what shifted and where did your season go from there? It was more my mental health, like started to decline and like I became extremely anxious with COVID. Like I was suffering from like mild anxiety before, but like nothing compared to after. Like I remember. One night I couldn't sleep because I didn't have any Lysol wipes. Not that we ever use Lysol wipes because we're like more chemical free household. But in my head, I needed to have Lysol wipes. So the next day my mom scoured like I don't know how many different stores and she bought me a container, which I still have pretty full of Lysol wipes. But that day, like, it, it just, it hit a different level of anxiety that I hadn't felt before. And then it started to trickle back a depression in me. And then it just kind of like became trying to survive the day and just doing whatever I could to get through the day and have her happy and entertained. And then just when the night comes, it's just like when she goes to sleep, I'm just like done for the day. And then what does that leave Mario? It's like, not in a fun place to be. Yeah, thank you so much for naming that, Alina, because there's so many people who can relate to that experience, right? Experiencing mild anxiety before COVID and then 
having that anxiety magnified or going to a level that you've never experienced before. And that is a lot to manage. And and like you said, getting through the day, just getting through the day and managing anxiety and depression, it just drains you. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it really does. And I appreciate you saying that and naming like, yeah, there isn't a lot left for your partner at the end of the day when you are managing all of that. And that's really, really common for for any couples when when one person is struggling with their their mental health or their physical health it automatically puts the couple into coping it doesn't mean that you don't have love or respect for each other it really is like it's all consuming it's one of those factors that take our time and energy away from the relationship totally yeah totally so tell me how first of all i want to check in with you guys how did you meet, first of all? Because I know you have an interesting story. Alina, you are not from here, not from Canada. So tell us a little bit about how you guys met, where you're from, all that good stuff. So I got here, I think, like 12, 13 years ago on last camp. And I started working as a Montessori teacher and I did my like studies there. And then my mom was like, I went to Mexico for a month for vacation and my mom was like, oh, when you come back, I have somebody I want you to meet and he's so very nice. He works at the office. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure, mom. I'm having a great time in Mexico. I'm not thinking about having a boyfriend when I get back to Canada. So <laughs> just leave me alone at the moment. <laughs> really? So your mom introduced yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. I did not know this. <laughs> yeah. Some, some funny stories, Al. So her mom and I used to work in the same, at the same company. So I'm still, I work. Yeah, I, I work for a toy company headquartered in, in Toronto. So Alina's mom worked there for, I want to say, about a year? Yeah. Or maybe think uh, about a year, a little, little under. And I think I was maybe single for about a year, close, close to a year. And I was I was dating. And then her mom, I think, I think your mom was, I want to say she was gone at that point. Or yeah, she was gone. She was gone at that point. So then one of my other coworkers, who was friends with Alina's mom, comes to me like was one day and says, oh, hey, like I have a friend who's like you know, I think would be like a really good fit for you. And like, she's really pretty. And I think you should like meet her. I'm like, okay, can you tell me something about her? And she's like, okay, she's a teacher and she likes to drink. This is exactly what she said to me. So I'm like, I mean, I'm not even lie. I wasn't like, I like the teacher thing. I, you know, generally I, I, your educator, you know, I value that, 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 that job, right. And the qualities that come with it. But then I'm just like, okay, she likes to drink. Well, that's an, very interesting combination. I hope she's not drinking while she's teaching. But literally, <laughs> those were the only two things she shared. So like, I was just like, like, what is going on? But and then I'm just like, I do not have a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> just so we're all so clear, so everybody so listening. I don't have a drinking problem. I mean, she likes her. Look, she likes. I like wine. No, no judgment, but yeah, she doesn't have a drinking problem. So you met. Yeah. And then the rest is history. Like, yeah. Pretty. Yeah. Pretty much. We had a good like. I remember that first date was like three and a half hours, mostly me doing the talking, which Alina will always throw back in my face. I was talking with, which I think I brought up on one of our, on one of our sandbox sessions that I was talking with my mouth full because we were like, it was, I was having dinner and then I can't, maybe you had something like I think we need to tell the audience that I'm an introvert, so yeah. I don't enjoy talking a lot. Alina's an introvert. I learned that. that I, I, I listen. <laughs> and I'm cool. I'm cool with silence, but at some point I'm just like, okay, like I don't want, I don't want you to just watch me eating. So I was talking with anyway, but it was a good, it was a nice three and a half hour good first date. And then yeah, the rest is history. 
So Alina, were you, because you're originally from Mexico, were you only meant to be teaching here for a short time and then planning to move back there? No, like I came here with my mom to the intention of staying here. Okay. Like I have no definite plan of staying here forever or how, like two years, four, five years, whatever. Like mm-hmm. I used to live in Mexico, then I moved to Germany for two years, then I went back to Mexico and then I came here and I'm like, well, let's see what life brings me. So yeah, but then I ended up staying here. Nice. Well, here you are and, and you guys have a beautiful family now. Can you, you say, yeah, it's, I, I love hearing your stories about your family. Can you share a little bit about what led you to Sandbox? I know, Mario, you were just mentioning being on the live call and what, what prompted you guys to join Couple Sandbox? How did that happen? Well, I think we, I mean, we definitely knew we were in a rut. I don't think we had named it as Coping Season, but. Yeah. Let's just not name it a rut. I think. Why not? That's an app. That's an app term for it. Like our marriage was in. Yeah, our, our relationship, I would say so, right? I needed um, some attention. Needed some attention. Yeah, okay. That's I needed some t- TLC. How about that? And then Alina, I mean, I think it popped up in your own groups, right? To Mom Tio, you came up and did a takeover there, and then it sounded like very interesting. So I brought it up to Marley, and I'm like, look, they're offering this program that they have like sessions and like kind of counseling, but not really counseling, but it's like, I, but it would sound interesting and it could help us like get out of the cycle that we're in. And were you open, Mario? Being a super supportive, open-minded husband that I am. <laughs> I was, like jokes aside, I was actually. Oh, he is. He is very supportive and open-minded. Oh. I'm the- <laughs> I, I second that. No, but all, like jokes aside, I was, I, I feel like over the course of like the year, I had probably voiced a lot of things to Alina. And so I was, I was, happy and excited when she came forward with like and an, with sandbox and yeah so i was i was pretty i was definitely i think engaged and excited with it and yeah i think we started in so i want to say like around november or december last year yeah so what is it what has it been like for you to now be able to very much name your seasons with ease and understand what all the seasons are and to have that language and then to have the consistency of the live calls, because you guys are really, really great about carving out the time and being there. And even if what I love about you guys specifically is that even if one person isn't able to make it, the other one will still come. And maybe you can speak a little bit to that and in your experience. Yeah, for sure. I think first and foremost, I think like Sandbox has provided a framework, right? To understand challenges you're facing, but it also kind of gives you something. Yeah, like there's a light at the end of the tunnel, right? And like we know. Now we're aware of various seasons where we are. Definitely, I think, again, like we knew our relationship needed some attention, but being able to frame it up as, okay, coasting and then like just checking those boxes off, I think is helpful. And then also, I think when you're through the calls, there's, there, there's other couples who are at the same season. There's other couples who are in the confident, right? Or connected season. And then thinking, kind of looking at like where they are, even though I don't maybe comparisons are not always the best but it's but it's i think it's helpful to draw on different experiences and there's some couples i know that have like kids who are older and they're they're past so i think that also you can bring that back and say okay this is it's not like it gets full yeah it's not finite right you're not you're here and like as with many things in life there's ups and downs right yeah you have to find ways to ride it out but it doesn't mean that you're going to be here forever so it's helped to be reminded that there's movement 
And then also seeing other people who have, you know, been in, in a similar place that you've been and you've, and then to know that, wow, they've moved through it. And that, yeah, exactly. It's almost aspirational and, and brings you hope, like you said, Alina. It does. And what would you say is one of the most important things that you've learned from the sandbox community? So that there's movement. Is there, is there anything else that is a big takeaway for you? I think every single call had like a tiny bit of a takeaway. Like I remember just like the previous call, just talking about friendships and the different energies that they bring and how they help your relationship and like those kind of like simple, tiny things of each call just gives it a little bit of perspective on like the nuggets of wisdom. Yeah. yeah. Wisdom. That's the word. Of, yeah, yeah. 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 I was going to say that I think that's a good point. I don't think there's, I don't know if I could say there's one thing, but I feel like each call, you're taking one or two things away from that. And then it just, it all kind of adds up and it, it's, it's definitely been very helpful. I love hearing that. And, and it actually is so, it's such great feedback for me to hear you say that because as you know, I'm all about small steps that are having big impacts. So like those tiny nuggets that you take away. They stay with you. And I know they don't feel overwhelming because they're, they're like just small perspective things that help you to have a little bit of a shift enough to shift the energy, right? Like we've yeah. been talking about on our last call. I can give, I can give one example that comes to mind of, I think we were, I think it was when we were talking about love languages. So maybe earlier this year, that same night after we finished the call or maybe the next day, right? Alina talked a little bit about like when she's done with Amaya, she just wants to like veg out on her own, like, do what relaxes her. But we were having dinner together and then through Sandbox it came out and through the exercise it came out that one of my love languages was physical touch and words of affirmation. And I just remember she reached out and just, we just had, a, we had like, she just grabbed my hand and it was just like, it was a nice moment, right? But that was pretty immediate and like just some concrete things of just being aware of what speaks to each of us, right? And I think I was, I was reminded that hers are ser- uh, acts of service. So I tried to, you know, be mindful of that coming out of the call. But I think, yeah, that that was one example of just like it was some simple things that you could put into action like right away. I love those highlight moments. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah. No. I also got flowers that like around that time because that's one of my things. I like little surprises, like either like a box of chocolates or like flowers or something. So that week I got flowers. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and probably some croissants or whatever your French bake could say. <laughs> I, I can just hear how you listen to each other a little bit differently in those moments. Yeah. Like, I, I understand him more because otherwise we wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, it's important for me to be holding hands with you. For me, it's just like, whatever. It's like we holding hands. Like, what's the big deal about it? I have a human on me the whole day. Like, I don't understand why that's such a big deal. But for him, it's like he's working the whole day. So he has no like human on top of him. So a holding hand is like a great box of chocolates. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's such a simple gift to give. Yeah. I love that that picture that you painted, Mario, of like Alina heard you say that and she the simple act of her reaching out to touch your hand. Like it has stayed with you. Yeah, I right, definitely was uh I remember that moment. Mm, it's beautiful. So simple and, and impactful. I was wondering if you have any new daily or weekly habits since being sandbox members, or if there's any big vision or family goals that you guys have started to think about. Since we started the program together, I remember the there was like one of the sessions right where 
we had to put together like a relationship and family vision. One of the things that I also have taken away and I think I shared with Lena is, and you, I know you think you've used this word, Allison, is just like showing up intentionally, right? And when I think about the vision, like it's not, you hear people say like, when it comes to career, right? What's your five-year plan, right? People are interviewing or just as general career advice, right? You hear a lot of people talk about that. I don't know how many people apply the same logic or the same approach to a relationship, right? But that's what, you know, you were going for in within that relationship and family vision. So we definitely, we did put some, I remember putting some ideas down and it's something I think that's still a work in progress for us. But that's something that's been on my mind of being like, I want to build that out more and like just continue to kind of collaborate on that and continue just to like really build out what that vision is going to look like for our family the next three to five years. Do you know what I love about what you just shared is that, as you know, the family relationship vision is is your action item in the connected season. And when you're in the coping season, like the capacity to get, have super clear steps and goals, it's not, it's not there. It's not there. And yeah. so, but even what you're saying, this language that you're saying, like it, you know that it's coming and you're looking forward to it. And there's a longing to do that and an intention to do that. So again, it's it's knowing that you are where you are right now and you have that gentleness and compassion for each other. And you know that you're going to move through it and that your family relationship vision will become more clear as you move move through coping and coasting to connected and confident, right? Yeah, totally. And I think I think you even shared like an experience or like what you're vision was and you've talked about like your travels to Mexico and then moving out of the city and I think one of your goals was to have the house like on the river like by some body of water and like I thought that like that really resonated so I'm like I like were very specific about that and putting that all together and just seeing it all come together for you was was a really interesting and, and inspiring story to you. oh thanks 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 for sharing that and even when whenever I've created with visions with Arian it's like I don't know how we're gonna get there and that's part of the beauty of it. It doesn't matter. The details of getting there, we often get stuck in the details. But how? But this would happen or this would make it not happen. And I think what's really important is just staying just open to like, this is the desire and this is the vision. And the steps will become clear as you move along because you are moving. You are always moving along. Yeah, such a good point. Yeah, the fear can like get in the way. Like, I mean, your head gets in the way. Yeah. All those thoughts kind of creep in, but you're so right. It's just, it's more important just to like start taking those steps and the path will kind of unveil itself or you'll figure it out on the way. Exactly, exactly. All right, you guys, I have one final question for you. Elena, I would love for you to go first. I didn't know if you had anything to add to that. Yeah, did you want to add anything to it? What? No, I'm good. Oh, but because I know you, I know that you are yeah, a no, listener. That's what, yeah. No, I, I'm getting ready for the question for me first. Again, preparing myself <laughs> mentally to go for it. <laughs> what I was going to say is at the end of every sandbox call, I ask you to share one thing you're grateful for. So I would love if you guys could do that today. Something that you're grateful for about each other. I'm totally grateful for him, the whole him. Like how patient he is with him how loving he is with me not just with me with Amaya but like he is truly like the best husband like I might want to kill him sometimes yes he drives me crazy yes but he's so patient so loving so understanding like I I was I'm really lucky to have him as my partner 
me go through hard times. Like, I want to kill him. Yes, we have our moments. But I honestly don't think I would, I could have chosen a better person to be with and be the father of our daughter. So I'm just grateful for the whole him, the whole package. He could be with a little bit less opinions, but we can win them all. How, like what he always says, beggars can be choosers. <laughs> My opinions are, are purely because I care. She, yeah, she, Alina is, if there's one thing you can know about her, Alice, she does, I mean, people offering their opinions on like things about her behaviors or just preferences, she doesn't usually want to hear it, even if it's coming from me. I'm Even like, I'm not, I'm not a stranger. I'm your husband. So I got to be able to share these things. But she wants to, I mean, I get it. Live and let live, but it comes from a good, it comes from a good place. Yes, it does. Can you, Mario, what is it like to hear Alina say all of those things about you? I mean, that was really, I don't think she, like, I haven't heard that from her. I felt that so deeply. Yeah, that was very. Well, because I don't want you to know that whether you're going to get too cocky in mean, a relationship, that's not good for me. You have to keep coming with me. I think confidence is good. You want to be, you want to feel, con- no, I think, I think, I think it's nice. I think, I mean, yeah, that was very heartfelt. And thank you so much for expressing that. Cause yeah, honestly, I think deep down, I felt maybe you felt some of those things, but you know me, it's totally different when you verbalize it. And I don't, I honestly don't know if you've ever verbalized it to that extent. So this might be a, this might be a bit of a milestone moment. Here. I have wow, and it's recorded. And it's recorded. Yeah, I'm gonna be playing this podcast every yeah, night. And now he's gonna use it all <laughs> every night. Gonna send it to all my family. Ah, uh, and how about for you, Mario? What are you grateful well, for? It's, it's hard. Bar is high. Yeah, it's hard one. Stop. Look, it's 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 gonna sound cliche. I mean, but I, I am grateful for the incredible mother she is. You know, I know a lot of husbands will probably say that, but. Alina goes above and beyond for Amaya and just seeing how she's, you know, developing and how happy of a child she is and how stimulated she is. Like, I couldn't ask for for anything more in that respect. It's a beautiful thing. And then, like, it's something that I find attractive. A great mom who's, like, so committed and very present. Yeah, I think it's a rare, it's a rare thing in this world to be present. And, And I guess along the lines of what you were saying, I mean, everything about when you said all about you that was really i really appreciate that with respect to you what i was thinking is that like i appreciate her differences and what i mean by that is like when we were like on one of the last calls when we were talking about social media and friends like you're the type of person that doesn't need to post everything on social media and i actually really like that whereas i post a little bit more but, but i'm pulling back on it now no but i like i like that you're like it's not about showing everything to the world and like this highlight reel like you're just yeah and mario appreciates that about you those the differences, like you're different in that way, and appreciating those differences in each other. I love that. One last, I have one more, one more question for you. Yeah, <laughs> I promise this is really the final no, one. No, no, no. This, this time, Mario goes first. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, if somebody was thinking about joining Sandbox and they were feeling like, oh, I don't know, should I do it? Should I not do it? What would you What would you say to them? Just do. It. I can go for it. I would say just give it a try. Go long week and then you're going to love it. And then you're going to be staying there because it's really worth it. it. It's been a good experience for us, for our marriage, for our family. Like it's been worth it. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think one of the things that I really appreciate about you, Allison, is like you make it very like inviting. It's a, it's a, it's a safe, open space. But the other thing, and sorry, you, I think you asked it earlier of, that we've been consistent and sometimes one of us only shows up and I think we prefer both going together, but 
I know there's times when I've attended by, by myself for what, you know, Lena has been dealing with a Meyer or it was just a rough day. I, I feel totally comfortable coming in by myself. And I know if, if I want to stay quiet, which I can usually not, but like you would be okay with that. Right. And, and the other thing you've said to other on the calls as well is if you haven't had a chance to review the lessons, just still come and you'll, and so I think you make it very inviting in that sense. I think the other thing, which I think a lot of people could probably relate to, like who are part of sandbox is when the time rolls around, sometimes you're like, Oh, I just want to chill, you know, in the evening and like cut like work weeks coming up. I just want to relax, like watch some TV or do whatever. And I think those feelings, we feel them too. But once you like, when you go through the session, like I always, it's like a workout. Like you might be hesitant to do it at first. Once you're in it and you, and you've finished it, you just feel better after, right? And but yeah, we're gaining a lot of insights from from the calls, but we always come out feeling better. So I think that's a big takeaway. Or if they're hesitant to join because they're like me, like they don't like to talk or they're like very private about their lives. I feel confident. I feel safe. It's hard for me to open up, but at the end, like when I hear everybody talking and everybody sharing their experience, I feel like I, I, I don't know the, like, like we're in it together. Like nobody's judging you. Yeah. It's just like a safe place to like vent and get help. And like nobody's gonna like be talking about it after. It's just like, like a good place for you to like talk to other people that might be going through the same thing. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Thanks for saying that too, especially being someone who is more introverted. And I mean, look at you right now, even sharing your yeah, story like this. And yeah. and yeah, and you are sharing a lot, and that that means a lot to me that you feel safe in the space because that's my my ultimate intention is is to make people feel safe to to talk about their relationships and to know that we all go through ups and downs. So thank you, thank you so much for being here and, and making this time tonight to share your very personal experience. I'm really grateful, you guys. Thank you. Thanks, Allison. Yeah, thanks so much. It was a great experience. And yeah, thanks so much for inviting us on. My pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to the Couplehood Podcast. It says so much about you that you're carving out this time for yourself and for your relationship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Head over to allisonvilla.com to learn more. A special shout out to my podcast editor, Emily Millane from theultimatecreative.com. You are a rock star. All right, you guys. Until next time, I'm Allison Villa wishing you love on your couplehood journey.